1: America In crisis
2: as the president and first lady test positive who will be next
1: all the president's men and Women the 21 leaders most at risk was his family exposed at the debate the mad Scramble to get tested close enough that I'm going to get a test then the timeline From the new Supreme Court nominee
3: to the debate to the rally Retracing the president's every move. It's entirely possible
4: that the president got infected over the weekend.
1: Plus, the first family's medical treatment, straight from Dr. Oz.
5: When you heard positive and President Trump, did your heart sink a little bit?
1: Oh, I was, I was stunned. And election game changer.
2: He's likely going to be off the trail for 10 days, maybe two weeks.
6: The world shudders, the stunned reaction around the
1: globe. Yes, President Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
2: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Nearly 7.3 million Americans have been diagnosed with COVID-19. And overnight, we learned that President Trump and the First Lady are among them. The White House says both of them are exhibiting what's being called mild symptoms of COVID. The news is alarming, though perhaps not surprising given the president's disdain for facial masks. Stephen Fabian begins our coverage.
6: This MSNBC's campaign, Brian Williams was stunned. Well, Hang on, right. Peter. Uh, for the country. It looks like President of the United States has tested positive for COVID-19. The statement just out. We will begin our quarantine and recovery process immediately. The heart-pounding drama unfolded behind closed doors Thursday after the president's close aide, Hope Hicks, tested positive. But it was kept under wraps as Trump continued with his public schedule.
7: The president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, will join us.
6: At 9.50 last night, he spoke by phone with Fox News host Sean Hannity about his ailing aide.
7: She
8: did test positive. She's a hard worker, a lot of mad. She wears masks a lot, but she tested positive. And I just went out with a test. I'll see what, you
0: know, because we spent a lot of time, and the First Lady just went out with a test also. So whether we quarantine or whether we have it, I I don't know. Shortly
6: before 1 a.m., Trump confirmed
5: he had it. This has got to be president trump's worst nightmare
6: the dramatic news about the president was met with shock on wall street and financial capitals around the world here in new york the stock market plunged in early trading but then bounced back white house chief of staff mark meadows updated reporters about the president's condition he has mild symptoms uh, as we we look at that the uh, the doctor will continue to uh, uh, provide uh, expertise uh, uh, in the residence. Uh, he's he's in the residence now. Even with today's disturbing news, Meadows still wasn't wearing a mask. Why aren't
7: you wearing a mask right now?
6: Yeah, so uh, I've obviously been tested. We're hopefully more than six feet away. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was tested on the plane before landing in Croatia. Uh, we're praying for the President and the First Lady uh, that they'll have a speedy recovery.
8: Do you have your results yet, you know, if you're yes. positive. No, my negative. negative.
6: Yes, as of 20 minutes ago. Infectious disease expert Dr. Bill Schaffner.
7: Oh, I'm sure that the president did expose a lot of people. You know, you can be contagious for 48, 72 hours before you test positive, positive. and so we know that the pay, uh, that the president was out there not wearing a mask meeting lots of people face-to-face. Joe Biden, who
6: stood just a few feet away from the president during the debate Tuesday, has tested negative, along with Jill. He posted, Jill and I send our thoughts to President Trump and First Lady Melania for a swift recovery. First boy, Baron Trump, has also tested negative, and so have Jared Kushner and wife Ivanka Trump, who went to work today. A big mistake in the opinion of Dr. Oz.
7: I do believe that a lot of the people who are within six feet of the president for more than 15 minutes should be quarantining and and super cautious.
6: Melania tweeted, thank you for the love you are sending our way. I have mild symptoms, but overall feeling good. The next few days may be
7: crucial for President Trump, and for America. This is a very nasty virus, and it can take a normal, healthy, young person and put them in the intensive care unit in 48 hours. So the next day or so will be very, very important.
2: Indeed, it will, because President Trump is 74 years old, and his age, coupled with the fact that he is technically obese, puts him in a higher risk category. Amber Cagliano now has a look at some of his likely treatment options.
5: What are the treatment options now that the president and first lady have tested positive? At 74, President Trump falls into the age category deemed most vulnerable to the coronavirus. His weight, 244 pounds, is considered obese.
7: I do worry about uh, about President Trump's health. I spoke to Dr. Oz.
5: Tell us your reaction when you heard the president of the United States tested positive for COVID-19.
7: Oh, I was was stunned. It reinforces the incredibly contagious nature of this virus. The most protected person in the country, maybe the planet, gets infected. I suspect his doctors are gonna use a protocol that's gonna include an antiviral, something like remdesivir, and he might use hydroxychloroquine. I also hope he's on zinc, vitamin D, and vitamin C. I suspect he is. Those have been demonstrated to be associated with better outcomes, pretty innocuous things to do.
5: The White House says the president is experiencing mild symptoms, but is in good spirits.
7: One of the big steps is if the patient does get more symptomatic, uh, would they consider giving him steroids? Because what kills and hurts a lot of people with COVID-19 is not the virus, but the body's overreaction to it. Now, you don't want to give the steroids early, but if he does get more symptomatic, it's one of the tools that could be used by the White House physicians.
2: Of course, the president's heavy schedule of appearances over the last few days is raising a lot of concerns. The timeline of where he went and the people with whom he came into contact is now being studied to make sure whoever needs to get tested does so. Here's Les Trent.
3: Where and when did the president contract COVID-19? The possibilities are numerous. Here's the timeline. Saturday, September 26th. Trump introduces Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett. The audience of power brokers sit close together on the White House lawn.
4: It's entirely possible that the president got infected over the weekend. In fact, I think it's likely.
3: Judge Barrett said today she has tested negative for the virus. Later that night, the president holds a rally in Pittsburgh. The folks behind him wear masks. But the vast majority of the crowd do not. Pix is there maskless clapping to ymca tuesday september 29th the president and first lady head to cleveland for the big debate white house staff members gather to see them off many wear masks chris christie spent the day with the president prepping him for the debate no no one was wearing masks in the room um, when we were prepping. The-, the Trump family walked in with masks on, but took them off as soon as they sat down. Debate moderator Chris Wallace spoke about it on Fox News today. That actually uh, violated the rules of the Cleveland Clinic, which was in charge of all the safety issues in Side the hall, and I
0: have a mask right here. This
3: I'm moment from the debate mask. seems I'm ironic the today. The, the president mocking it. Joe Biden. I wear, wear masks when
0: needed. When needed, I wear a mask. Okay, let me ask. I don't have. To, I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking
3: 200 feet away from it. He shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. The candidates stood 15 feet apart and never came any closer. But there are concerns today about the air circulating in the debate hall room. If you're going to be sitting in a
4: place for many hours, uh, the virus really can build up and accumulate uh, if there isn't great ventilation around.
3: Wednesday, September 30th, Hope Hicks flies with the president to a rally in Duluth, Minnesota, crowding into Marine One with his inner circle, including son-in-law, Jared Kushner. She walks up the steps of Air Force One, her hands on the railing that everyone else in the president's entourage then touches. 3,000 people attend the outdoor rally, packed tightly together, the president throwing hats into the crowd. Could that have spread the virus?
4: There's not much evidence that you can spread it by touching surfaces like hats and, and things. I mean, obviously, it's not great. It is a little bit of an increased risk. But the risk much
3: more is from airborne transmissions. That night, Hope Hicks starts showing symptoms. On the flight back to D.C., she is quarantined. According to the New York Times, the president was not himself on the flight, falling asleep at one point. Thursday afternoon, Hope Hicks tests positive. The president is informed just before he takes off for a fundraiser at his golf course in New Jersey, but... He sticks to his schedule. Friday, 1254 a.m., Trump sends out the tweet that changed history. Tonight, FLOTUS and I tested positive for COVID-19. We will begin our quarantine and recovery process immediately. We will get through this together.
2: As we mentioned, Amy Coney Barrett tested negative for COVID-19, but she actually was diagnosed with COVID-19 over the summer. She did recover. That's according to the Washington Post. And with the president's diagnosis coming just 32 days before the election, many wonder how will the presidential campaign be impacted?
6: With the election only 32 days away, President Trump's COVID-19 diagnosis could be the ultimate game
5: changer. This has changed everything.
6: This is the October surprise. It changes it, it completely. We spoke to CBS News White House correspondent Paula Reed.
2: The immediate impact of the president's diagnosis on the campaign is that he's likely going to be off the trail for 10 days, maybe two weeks, depending on how long he commits to quarantine.
6: White House no, Press I Secretary Kaylee no, McEnany I lashed out today over a New I York Times article action. that raised the question now, CK, whether the president Atlanta, should Atlanta, remain on the ballot at all together, and be and replaced by Mike Pence difference. if he gets sick.
2: What a ridiculous assertion by the New York Times. Um, that may be the hope and the wish of the New York Times, uh, but President Trump is the uh, president of the United States. Um, he's on the ballot. Um, he's hard at work. The it's second the debate, scheduled for
6: October 15th, is now up in the air. Okay, Senate well, Majority well, Leader well, Mitch McConnell well, says okay. one option is to I hold went, the debate see, remotely see, from two, see, two see, different locations. It to to actually happened once camp. before. Separated by 3,000 miles. For the third 1960 the presidential, presidential debate, JFK appeared from New York and Richard Nixon from Los Angeles.
7: If we cannot succeed, then we must strengthen ourselves.
6: The question now is whether voters will punish Trump at the polls for what many see as months of downplaying the pandemic.
2: Now, the president testing positive for this virus begs the question, uh, if this White House cannot protect the president, uh, how is it ever supposed to protect the country? And this big question of whether this White House should have done more. And the president's diagnosis reverberated around the world, sparking front page headlines and well wishes from across the planet. Breaking news in the last hour. Donald Trump and his wife Melania have tested positive for coronavirus. A giant jolt hit the
8: world today over the shocking news that President Trump and the First Lady tested positive for COVID-19.
5: President Trump.
8: Donald Trump. Donald Trump. The news dominated headlines from all corners of the globe. The New York Times put it in a nutshell. Trump tests positive for COVID-19 and the world shudders. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who was great ill from COVID-19 earlier this year tweeted, hope they both have a speedy recovery. President Putin of Russia sent Trump this telegram. I am certain that your inherent vitality, good spirits and optimism will help you cope with this dangerous virus. Trump has blamed China for the spread of the virus. And today the state-owned media really rubbed it in, saying Trump paid the price for his gamble to play down the COVID-19. British actor Dominic West, best known for The Wire and The Affair, was slammed for his reaction to the news of Trump's diagnosis. Did
5: you have a sort of instinctive reaction when you heard?
8: I
4: did slightly leap in the air with joy. I, I You know, he said it is what it is, and I, I, think, uh, I think the phrase is, what goes around comes around.
8: The social media blowback was swift, evil, vile, and disgusting. Actress Sophia Bush of Chicago PD mocked the president in a tweet is it still a democrat hoax zach braff tweeted but we're told this was a hoax but even harsh critics of the president recognize this is a time where the nation must come together msnbc's rachel maddow no fan of trump's tweeted please pray for their speedy and complete recovery same from liberal actress Alyssa milano as someone who has had covid 19 and still suffers i can honestly say i wouldn't wish this virus on my worst enemy
2: We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this.
1: Next, more on the Trump COVID-19 crisis. Controversy over the rapid COVID test used at the White House. One, two, three, four, five.
2: Does it give a false sense of security?
1: The rapid test alone is not good enough to protect the president. Then, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids actor, Rick Moranis, sucker punched. Ah! Inside Edition with Deborah Norville, we'll be right back. America in Crisis, the Commander-in-Chief, the First Lady, the Top aide, stricken with COVID-19. Will there be others? Next in Edition. Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett. Five people at her announcement, stricken with the virus. Will it affect her nomination? Trump versus the virus. The world is watching. Next in Edition.
2: The COVID-19 diagnosis of the president, first lady, and a number of White House staffers once again is calling into question the rapid coronavirus test the White House has been using for months for screening. How reliable is it? Did the rapid COVID tests used at the White House give staffers and the first family
5: a false sense of security?
4: Their protocols at the White House was that they rely a lot on testing. You test negative, therefore you're good to go. You don't need to abide by other public health protocols. It's simply not true.
5: The White House used the rapid test from Abbott Laboratories. You find out the results in 15 minutes.
6: It really could not be easier than this.
5: Assistant Health Secretary Brett Giroir gave a Rose Abbott Garden demonstration.
4: Now. It's this easy. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five into the test
5: but there are growing concerns about the test's accuracy one study found it had an unacceptable false negative rate nearly 20 percent. meaning someone close to the president may have tested negative but really been positive
4: a, a rapid test really any test can give you a false negative a single negative test alone is not good enough uh, to to feel like you've gotten a clean bill of health you've got to continue doing those other things like mask wearing and social distancing
5: The administration has already sent out nearly 4 million of the rapid test kits to nursing homes and universities. The White House has also signed a $760 million contract for 150 million more tests.
4: The rapid test alone is not good enough to protect the president. And that's not just an opinion. We know that's true because here we are.
2: Here we go. Abbott Laboratories told us today they wish the president and first lady a speedy recovery, adding that while they don't know the details on who from the White House was tested on which devices, they say their rapid COVID test has been used by more than 11 million Americans, and they say it has a high rate of accuracy. We'll be back right after this.
1: Still to come, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids actor, Rick Moranis, sucker punched. Ah.
2: It is shocking video of a 67-year-old man violently punched in the head on the streets of New York. And we've learned the victim is the star of some of the most popular comedies of all time.
8: It's shocking surveillance video of a man getting sucker punched in New York City. Police say it was a random attack, which means the suspect had no idea his victim was none other than 67-year-old actor Rick Moranis, most famous for his roles in Ghostbusters. Who are you guys? We're the Ghostbusters. Who does your taxes? And Honey, I Shrunk the Kids this thing works,
3: this will put us right up there with the invention of electricity.
8: You can see the assailant approaching Moranis and punching him in the head. It happened right near the actor's home on Central Park West. The suspect, wearing a black I Heart New York sweatshirt, calmly walks away. Moranis has mostly shunned the spotlight since his heyday in the 80s, but he recently came out of retirement to appear How's in it? an ad with I'll Ryan Reynolds for me? Mint Mobile.
3: Listen, so why am I here? I'm just a huge fan. Oh, stop it. Come on. Stop it. Seriously.
8: Today, Reynolds tweeted should have known not to subject Rick to the year 2020. Glad to hear he's okay."
2: Moranis, who was experiencing back, hip and head pain, was examined at a local hospital. He says he's fine and says he's grateful for everybody's well wishes. The suspect remains at large. When we come back, some final thoughts on today's big news about the president and first lady. Today, the president's COVID diagnosis is a brutal reminder that there is no cure for the virus and that our only shot at keeping healthy right now is wearing a mask and keeping our distance. We wish the first couple a speedy recovery and know they are getting the very best medical care. Meantime, all of us can support the president and health care workers by doing what we can to not get sick. These days, it's not you're never fully dressed without a smile, but without a mask. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Wear your mask, stay safe, and we'll see you next time.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus. In Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at
2: Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News Business Analyst, Certified Financial Planner, and host of the Money Watch Podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you